0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Forrester's CX Cast. Each week, we speak with an analyst from the Customer Experience team about their research or discuss a customer experience topic in the news. Along with my co-host analyst Diana Lawer, my name is Sam Stern. You will hear both of our voices each week. <coughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Forrester's CX Cast. Deanna Laufer and I are joined again by Rick Parrish, our senior analyst on our team. Hello, Rick.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And we wanted to talk to you, Rick, about your new research on um, digital customer experience in the government. And uh, it was on our minds recently as we uh, april 15th came and went and we we had paid our taxes and uh uh did e-file this year uh i did anyway and and so was was thinking about the uh, the government's uh digital properties and and so thought it'd be a great topic to bring up with you
1: that's great in fact this time of year uh, the irs's where's my refund website is by far the most visited of, of all federal websites
0: that does not surprise me at all and uh i it is a question probably everyone's asking i think that's a good good url the where's my refund because that's pretty much how people are talking about it i check it daily mm-hmm. <laughs> um so you know uh, rick we 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 have some questions for you and then we'd love to hear you know about um the, the you know maybe any particulars of the report as well um but you know as as sort of casual observers when and you are a very uh, non casual observer to us it seems like Federal government has been focused on expanding digital customer experience recently. Uh, might have even heard about, you know, some legislation in this area or, any, or something like that. To, can can you update us on, on what's been happening and 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 what we should know?
1: Sure, absolutely. In fact, uh, digital customer experience has really been the focus of federal CX efforts uh, for a few years now. Uh, in fact, uh, just uh, in the last budget, the fiscal year 2015 budget included. Hundreds of millions of dollars more for a public-facing digital channels, as well as um, a lot of behind-the-scenes uh, back-end stuff necessary to to support expanding digital federal CX. And in the uh, administration's uh, fiscal year 2016 budget proposal, they have uh, easily uh, going on 200 million dollars more uh, for uh, continued expansion of digital CX, including things like 105 million dollars. For new digital services teams at 25 uh, of the biggest uh, federal agencies. So, huge amount going on here. Uh, in fact, they've even within the last uh, couple of years uh, stood up major new digital CX offices, like uh, 18F in the uh, General Services Administration, which is a, a sort of digital services group that uh, includes about 100 people right now, as well as uh, the White House's U.S. Digital Service, uh, which is uh, initially was planned to be about 20 people, but it's probably going to double in size over the next year, and maybe even continue to grow uh, beyond that. Uh, in fact, there's 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 so much going on here. In fact, that uh, some major new federal, major federal websites have really even uh, seen some major makeovers lately, like the new U.S. Department of Education homepage, which was a, a huge three-year effort to boil 14 websites down into a single user portal or the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs has a website now that allows for tracking of mail-order prescriptions right on a website. And there's all kinds of ongoing major upgrades of big uh, big agency websites. Uh, in fact, even there's a lot going on with even some of the smaller agency websites and, and other types of digital channels. In fact, right now there are over 230 federal mobile apps, and hundreds upon hundreds, social media accounts. In fact, even just the the quickest count reveals uh, over 530 federal social media accounts on 14 different platforms. But you dig a little bit deeper, and you end up in the thousands. Wow! So there is a huge amount going on in federal digital CX. So in this uh,
0: age of sequester, the uh, the digital budgets are sort of cutting against the overall trend in reduction in government, (laughs) federal government spending anyway.
1: Absolutely, and in fact, uh, uh, that's actually part of the reason why there's been such a focus on digital. Because, of course, as we all know, oftentimes um, digital self-service channels are less expensive to operate.
0: Um, right. Now oh, that's they're a not great al- point. they're not
1: always exactly what people want, but but that budget has been a, a, a major factor in, in uh, focus on digital. So,
0: speaking of what people want, is this you know with all this activity in digital, is this now the, the public's primary way of interacting with the federal government?
1: Ah no, uh, in fact, not by a long shot. Uh, in fact, uh, we just did a, a survey recently that shows that um, about one third of the population uh, uses uh, uh, each of the traditional non digital channels like postal mail telephone, other in person channels um, in contrast though, the digital channels are really only showing very uh, paltry use at this point mm-hmm. in fact a website websites are the only digital uh, the only digital channel that that really garner any sort of similar use to the non-digital channels. Uh, pretty much every single digital uh, digital possibility out there, social media, mobile apps, uh, all that, uh, actually only score less than five percent use. So really, uh, digital is not the main way people interact with government. It's still the uh, the traditional non-digital channels
0: wow that's that's pretty low, considering the two hundred and thirty mobile apps that are only getting five percent use um, so you know why why is that? How would you characterize the public's interest in using these federal um, digital channels
1: sure I, I would I would characterize the the public interest as tepid at best. Uh, one of the big questions on the survey we asked we simply asked people. Um, if they think that the federal government should focus on offering more digital services. And only 41% of people agreed with that. Huh. Way less than half of people uh, think that the federal government should focus on more digital services. And in fact, when you get even more specific, the numbers go down even more. So, for instance, uh, we also asked uh, if people are interested in. Federal mobile apps that provide some sort of location-based service, like providing uh, location of the nearest government services or uh, emergency information tailored to the location, only 30% of people expressed any interest in anything like that. So, so people's interest is uh, is really surprisingly low, uh, given the amount of interest that that digital CX gets inside uh, inside the Beltway. And of course, one of, one of the big issues here is trust. Uh, only about uh thirty-five percent of people in our survey said that they, they are confident that the federal government keeps their personal data secure. Uh and so that's that's possibly the biggest barrier here um to mm-hmm. people's interest in federal digital CX is they simply don't trust the government with their data. So
0: given this trust problem, um, what should federal agencies do to handle the skepticism that people have about interacting with the government through websites or apps?
1: Sure. The big thing that federal agencies have to do is they have to stop just rolling out more digital channels. It's it's just been nearly completely uncoordinated. Somebody says, uh, hey, let's make an app for that. Hey, let's start a YouTube channel for this. Let's put a website up for Mm -hmm. that. Uh, And it just keeps happening. Um, So the thing that the federal agencies have to do is first they've got to just slow down here and start by improving existing digital CX before they create any more of it. Right. What this is going to do is this is going to win converts to the idea that digital CX is a good and useful thing. Right. Uh, talking things like uh, you know, making websites more effective and easier to use, for instance, because actually on our survey, less than half of people said that they can find what they're looking for on federal websites. Right. So if you've got such a basic problem as that, less than half people can find what they're looking for on your website, Don't worry about doing any more digital CX. Just make what you have already a lot better. Uh, Another thing, of course, that uh, that federal agencies can do is they can uh, actually actually market these things. You know, a lot of times there's just this attitude that that will will make a mobile app or or will change a website or will do a social media thing and people will flock to it. Um, But what the data shows is that federal agencies actually have to explain the benefits of digital channels to people um, because another thing that our data shows is that a lot of times people say they don't want new digital channels because they don't understand the advantages for instance one of the questions we asked about was if people were interested in a a single sign-on credential you know one one um, uh... identity one online identity uh, username and password that could get them access to a range of government services in one spot and one, by the way, uh, uh, only a plurality of people said they were interested in that. Less than less than half people said they were interested. But when we asked people why aren't you interested, 25% of the people who were not interested in single sign-on thought that it would be inconvenient, uh, which is a surprising result, and it certainly shows that uh, agencies really can get a uh, get a lot of mileage out of explaining to people uh, the advantages of these sorts of things.
0: Right. It actually seems to be the opposite.
1: of inconvenient exactly exactly <laughs> right. and and but of course nobody's ever explained that really they've just started working on I'm talking here about the connect.gov initiative primarily uh, you know toward a toward a single sign on public-private ecosystem and uh, nobody's bothered to explain to people why that's actually worth their their uh, uh... worth their use or their taxpayer dollars
0: yeah that's interesting I mean
1: so, so Rick what do you recommend
0: that federal agencies do here? Do they need sort of like a digital version of 311 or something? I mean, what, what is what is the way forward for them?
1: Uh, sure. Well, one of the, the, the big things they, they have to do here is um, they have to stop uh, wasting time and money on the underused digital channels. Right? They, um, there's so many digital channels out there. For instance, um, there are over 300 U.S. diplomatic facilities around the world. we we'll us talk about embassies, consular offices, etc. And A great many of them have multiple uh, social media uh, accounts. Um, That's just one example here, but the idea is take a look at how this stuff is used, if it's used, um, and decide whether you should keep putting resources on those underused channels, right? Maybe uh, the information that you're offering is being offered in the channel that people don't want, but they would use the information of what was offered elsewhere, right? Uh, Or maybe the people don't want what you're offering there at all. So federal agencies have to do the research and figure out which channels are underused and if they want to cut them loose, if they want to try to improve them, if they want to migrate that, that, that information elsewhere. second thing they've got to do is when, when they do decide to start building new channels, prioritize those channels for the people who will use them the most. Right? What this is going to do is ensure that agencies' investments in digital CX um, bear fruit as quickly as possible, like right? Show quick wins. This means prioritizing based on actual data. A lot of times, when I talk to federal agencies about why they've decided to build what they've built, uh, they base their decisions on speculation, on uh, bureaucratic politics, or, or, you know, frankly, just the desire to keep up with the Joneses. You know, those people down the street at that agency have have six apps. Why do we only have three? Uh, okay. And so. Uh, uh, this is an actual example. I, I actually heard that from someone. They have six. We should have six. Uh, so uh, instead of that, that sort of stuff, agencies need to use data to decide who is going to use channels, when, for what, and prioritize based based on use. And by the way, just as an aside, one of the speculations I often hear is millennials. We must target millennials. Um, our data actually shows some pretty surprising things about millennials and their government interactions it turns out that Millennials are no more likely to use digital channels to interact with government than the rest of the population. Uh, hmm. Which is a surprising result and yeah. uh, not the story we usually tell about Millennials and not the story they usually tell about themselves.
0: Right, For sure. Um, great. Well, well Rick, if, if people want more information on this topic, can you um, remind us of the name of your, your new report?
1: Uh, absolutely. Uh, the, name of, the name of the report is Washington must work harder to spur the public's interest in digital governments and uh, I certainly hope that people will uh, take a look at it because it has some really surprising data in there and I think some some really useful advice that uh, is going to help federal agencies uh, frankly use tax- taxpayer dollars more wisely and their own other resources more wisely uh, rather than just uh, running around creating digital channels um, uh, willy-nilly.
0: And I think that's something that uh, whether you're in uh, customer experience in government or not, we all want our tax dollars spent more wisely. Uh, well, thank you so much, Rick. We appreciate your time uh, and for joining us again on the CXCast. Bye for now, everyone. It's
1: my pleasure. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>
0: Thank you for listening to this week's CXCast. We'll post links to the reports we mentioned in the show notes for this podcast. And if you have questions or suggestions, please contact me at sstern at forester.com. And remember, your customer's perception is your CX reality.